We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Good evening. We are going to do Job chapter 11 through 16 tonight. And look, this is such an honor that we're able to do this and spend this time together. You know, bride, there's going to come a day when we're not going to be able to do the word online. We're not going to be able to just talk about Jesus anytime we want to. Especially those that say there's a price to be a Christian. So we are very honored to be able to do this online tonight and so we're going to study job and continue we've been doing this today and we'll finish this up tomorrow job is a very fascinating book because it keeps us in line with proper christianity which means an examining heart before god having a relationship with him being real with him being honest with him and allowing him to talk to us in the midst of the mess and in the midst of the suffering. So let's pray as we seek the Lord for what he's going to teach us on this portion of it. Lord, we just come before you tonight. We thank you for the opportunity to be able to share your word online and to share your word across the world, Lord. And we ask that you be with us tonight. Holy Spirit, have your way. Teach us about Job. Let the words... Uh, be meat to our bones 
teaches, Lord. And we thank you for this opportunity. Holy Spirit, have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, bride, here we go. We're in Job chapter 11. Job 11. Then answered Zophar, the Marmathite, and said, Should not the multitude of words be answered? And should a man full of talk be justified? Should thy lies make men hold their peace? And when thou mockest, shall no man make thee ashamed? For thou hast said, My doctrine is pure, and I am clean in thine eyes. But oh, that God would speak and open his lips against thee, that he would show thee the secrets of wisdom, that they are double to that which is. Know therefore that God exacteth of thee less than thine iniquity deserveth. Canst thou by searching find out God? Canst thou find out the Almighty unto perfection? It is as high as heaven. What canst thou do? Deeper than hell. What canst thou know? The measure thereof is longer than the earth and broader than the sea. If he cut off, and shut up, or gather together, then who can hinder him? For he knoweth vain men, he seeth wickedness also. Will he not then consider it? For vain man would be wise, though man be born like a wild ass's coat. If thou prepare thine heart, and stretch out thine hands toward him, if iniquity be in thine hand, put it far away, and let not wickedness dwell in thy tabernacles. For then shalt thou lift up thy face without spot. Yea, thou shalt be steadfast, and shalt not fear. Because thou shalt forget thy misery, and remember it as waters that pass away. And thine age shall be clearer than the noonday. Thou shalt shine forth, thou shalt be as the morning. And thou shalt be secure, because there is hope, yea, thou shalt dig about thee, and thou shalt take thy rest in safety. Also thou shalt lie down, and none shall make thee afraid, yea, many shall make suit unto thee. But the eyes of the wicked shall fail, and they shall not escape, and their hope shall be as the giving up of the ghost." Bride, I'll tell you what, does this speak to us tonight or what with what is happening with our country? Oh, man, there's so much we could go into this because he talked at first about self-righteousness. We have to make sure we don't get into self-righteousness. And then he said that we need to accept divine reproof. And then he says over here, uh, in verse 13, if thou prepare your heart and stretch out your hands towards him. In other words, know who God is in our life. Know that God is the answer. 
no other way. He said, so if you do that, if iniquity be in your hand, put it away. Deal with it. And let not wickedness dwell in your tabernacles. For then, then shalt thou lift up thy face without spot. Yea, thou shalt be steadfast and shall not fear. Because thou shalt forget your misery and remember as the waters that pass away. So he's talking about you're going to have to deal with your sin, which all goes back to self-examination. Job is really good. Let's move on to chapter 12. 12. And Job answered and said, No doubt, but ye are the people, and wisdom shall die with you. But I have understanding as well as you. I am not inferior to you, yea. Who knoweth not such things as these? I am as one mocked of his neighbor, who calleth upon God, and he answereth him. The just upright man is laughed to scorn. He that is ready to slip with his feet is as a lamp despised in the thought of him that is at ease. The tabernacles of robbers prosper, and they that provoke God are secure, into whose hand God bringeth abundantly. But ask now the beasts, and they shall teach thee, and the fowls of the air, and they shall tell thee, or speak to the earth, and it shall teach thee, and the fishes of the sea shall declare unto thee. Who knoweth not in all these that the hand of the Lord hath wrought this, in whose hand is the soul of every living thing, and the breath of all mankind? Doth not the ear try words, and the mouth taste his meat? With the ancient is wisdom, and in length of days understanding. With him is wisdom and strength, he hath counsel and understanding. Behold, he breaketh down, and it cannot be built again. He shutteth up a man, and there can be no opening. Behold, he withholdeth the waters, and they dry up. Also he sendeth them out, and they overturn the earth. With him is strength and wisdom. The deceived and the deceiver are his. He leadeth counsellors away spoiled, and maketh the judges fools. He looseth the bond of kings, and girdeth their loins with a girdle. He leadeth princes away spoiled, and overthroweth the mighty. He removeth away the speech of the trusty, and taketh away the understanding of the aged. He poureth contempt upon princes, and weakeneth the strength of the mighty. He discovereth deep things out of darkness and bringeth out to light the shadow of death. He increaseth the nations, and destroyeth them. He enlargeth the nations, and straighteneth them again. He taketh away the heart of the chief of the people of the earth, and causeth them to wander in a wilderness where there is no way. They grope in the dark without light, and he maketh them to stagger like a drunken man. In other words, in other words, bride, God is in control, not us. And this is where we have to remember this in our day. Uh, with all the doctrine out there that says that we control everything, we don't. God is God. And yes, I mean, there is things that we know about God and we align ourselves when God tells us to do things like when I was in Washington 
and God would tell me, go to the White House and pray this and pray that. Go in the press corps and walk around and do this and do that and pray for the president and do this and do that. When he would tell me to do these things, I would take the authority then because it was instruction of God. And I'm partnering with heaven. I know what God's will is then because God told me. You see what I'm saying? We don't know everything. And God is God. And so this is a good book to remind us of that. Okay, uh, let's go on to chapter 13. Lo, mine eye hath seen all this, mine ear hath heard and understood it. What ye know, the same do I know also. I am not inferior unto you. Surely I would speak to the Almighty, and I desire to reason with God. For ye are forgers of lies, ye are all physicians of no value. Oh, that ye would altogether hold your peace, and it should be your wisdom. Hear now my reasoning, and hearken to the pleadings of my lips. For ye speak wickedly for God, and talk deceitfully for him. Will ye accept his person? Will ye contend for God? Is it good that he should search you out? Or as one man mocketh another, do ye so mock him? He will surely reprove you if ye do secretly accept persons. Shall not his excellency make you afraid, and his dread fall upon you? Your remembrances are like unto ashes, your bodies to bodies of clay. Hold your peace, let me alone that I may speak, and let come on me what will. Wherefore do I take my flesh in my teeth and put my life in mine hand? Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. But I will maintain mine own ways before him. He also shall be my salvation. For an hypocrite shall not come before him. Hear diligently my speech and my declaration with your ears. Behold now, I have ordered my cause. I know that I shall be justified. Who is he that will plead with me? For now, if I hold my tongue, I shall give up the ghost. Only do not two things unto me. Then will I not hide myself from thee. Withdraw thine hand far from me and let not thy dread make me afraid. Then call thou, and I will answer, or let me speak, and answer thou me. How many are mine iniquities and sins? Make me to know my transgression and my sin. Wherefore hidest thou thy face, and holdest me for thine enemy? Wilt thou break a leaf driven to and fro? And wilt thou pursue the dry stubble? For thou writest bitter things against me, and makest me to possess the iniquities of my youth. Thou puttest my feet also in the stocks, and lookest narrowly unto all my paths. Thou settest a print upon the heels of my feet, and he, as a rotten thing, consumeth as a garment that is moth-eaten." One thing I want to expound about this chapter is when it says here in verse 15, Bride, when it says, Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. And I, I know for myself, I have said that to the Lord a few times. 
when I did not understand why I was suffering the way I was, the way I did not see his hand moving to defend me in a time that I thought he should. And I want to speak to all of you parents that are being persecuted by your children or by family members who don't understand what God is doing in your life. Hold on. Because I can remember the day where I was praying and asking God, where are you defending me? You know, I'm out here doing all this for you. I need you to show my family that you're with me, Lord. I need them to see that your hand is upon me, that I'm not crazy out here. And bride, whenever he comes through, it is more than amazing. It is better than what you could ask. God is in control in the good and in the bad and in the ugly. And so, when I saw, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. But I will maintain my own ways before him. Meaning, okay, Lord, I don't understand why I'm having to do this. But you are my defender. And I'm going to keep going forward. Okay, we're on chapter 14. Job 14. Man that is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble. He cometh forth like a flower and is cut down. He fleeth also as a shadow and continueth not. And dost thou open thine eyes upon such an one and bringest me into judgment with thee? Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? Not one. Seeing his days are determined, the number of his months are with thee. Thou hast appointed his bounds that he cannot pass. Turn from him that he may rest, till he shall accomplish as an hireling his day. For there is hope of a tree, if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that the tender branch thereof will not cease. Though the root thereof wax old in the earth, and the stalk thereof die in the ground, yet through the scent of the water it will bud and bring forth boughs like a plant. But man dieth and wasteth away, yea, man giveth up the ghost. And where is he? As the waters fail from the sea, and the flood decayeth and dryeth up, so man lieth down and riseth not, till the heavens be no more. They shall not awake, nor be raised out of their sleep. Oh, that thou wouldst hide me in the grave, that thou wouldst keep me secret, until thy wrath be past, that thou wouldst appoint me a set time and remember me. If a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait, till my change come. Thou shalt call, and I will answer thee. Thou wilt have a desire to the work of thine hands. For now thou numberest my steps, dost thou not watch over my sin? My transgression is sealed up in a bag, and thou sowest up mine iniquity. And surely the mountain falling cometh to naught, and the rock is removed out of his place. The waters wear the stones, thou washest away the things which grow out of the dust of the earth, and thou destroyest the hope of man. Thou prevailest for ever against him, and he passeth, thou changest his countenance, and sendest him away. His sons come to honor, and he knoweth it not, and they are brought low, 
but he perceiveth it not of them. But his flesh upon him shall have pain, and his soul within him shall mourn. All right, Bride, let me say this, and this is our last chapter for the day. In verse 14, where he says, If a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait. And where's the rest of it? Okay. Till my change come. This is the key. Because it's in his timing. And that is hard when you're suffering. Especially like when you want to do ministry, but you're not able to because God has got his restraining hand. You know, one time uh, when I was on my tour, I was getting ready to go to Washington, D.C. to start it. And the Lord gave me a dream in Lexington, Kentucky. And I saw myself as a horse and I was at the gate and I was pushing my chest up against the gate waiting to go run the race. And I was doing like this, like I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. And the Lord told me, he said, when you get to Washington, you will run your race. He let me know he is the one holding me back. He is the one restraining me. So we have to trust him in his timing is when the perfect plan will be revealed. All right, let's go to the last chapter. Job 15. Then answered Eliphaz the Temanite and said, Should a wise man utter vain knowledge and fill his belly with the east wind? Should he reason with unprofitable talk or with speeches wherewith he can do no good? Yea, thou castest off fear and restrainest prayer before God, for thy mouth uttereth thine iniquity, and thou choosest the tongue of the crafty. Thine own mouth condemneth thee, and not I, yea, thine own lips testify against thee. Art thou the first man that was born, or wast thou made before the hills? Hast thou heard the secret of God, and dost thou restrain wisdom to thyself? What knowest thou that we know not? What understandest thou which is not in us? With us are both the grey-headed and very aged men, much elder than thy father. Are the consolations of God small with thee? Is there any secret thing with thee? Why doth thine heart carry thee away? And what do thy eyes wink at, that thou turnest thy spirit against God, and lettest such words go out of thy mouth? What is man that he should be clean, and he which is born of a woman that he should be righteous? Behold, he putteth no trust in his saints, yea, the heavens are not clean in his sight. How much more abominable and filthy is man, which drinketh iniquity like water? I will show thee, hear me, and that which I have seen I will declare, which wise men have told from their fathers, and have not hid it, unto whom alone the earth was given, and no stranger passed among them. The wicked man travaileth with pain all his days, and the number of years is hidden to the oppressor. A dreadful sound is in his ears. In prosperity the destroyer shall come upon him. He believeth not that he shall return out of darkness, and he is waited for of the sword. He wandereth abroad for bread, saying, Where is it? He knoweth that the day of darkness is ready at his hand. Trouble and anguish shall make him afraid. They shall prevail against him as a king ready to the battle. 
for he stretcheth out his hand against God, and strengtheneth himself against the Almighty. He runneth upon him even on his neck, upon the thick bosses of his bucklers, because he covereth his face with his fatness, and maketh collops of fat on his flanks. And he dwelleth in desolate cities, and in houses which no man inhabiteth, which are ready to become heaps. He shall not be rich, neither shall his substance continue, neither shall he prolong the perfection thereof upon the earth. He shall not depart out of darkness. The flame shall dry up his branches, and by the breath of his mouth shall he go away. Let not him that is deceived trust in vanity, for vanity shall be his recompense. It shall be accomplished before his time, and his branch shall not be green. He shall shake off his unripe grape as the vine, and shall cast off his flower as the olive. For the congregation of hypocrites shall be desolate, and fire shall consume the tabernacles of bribery. They conceive mischief, and bring forth vanity, and their belly prepareth deceit. Bride is basically talking about the misery of sin, uh, partnering with sin. And I want to mention this before we're done tonight, and we'll pick back up tomorrow with verse six. I mean, chapter sixteen. Or do we do sixteen? It's eleven. Th- we do sixteen. Okay, we do have one more chapter. But in verse six, where it says, "Thine own mouth condemns thee." Uh, and not I, yea, thine own lips testify against thee. We have to be careful where our mouth lines up because we don't want to agree with the enemy. Amen. Let's finish with chapter 16. Job 16. Then Job answered and said, I've heard many such things. Miserable comforters are ye all. Shall vain words have an end, or what emboldeneth thee that thou answerest? I also could speak as ye do, if your soul were in my soul's stead. I could heap up words against you and shake mine head at you. But I would strengthen you with my mouth, and the moving of my lips should assuage your grief. Though I speak, my grief is not assuaged, and though I forbear, what am I eased? But now he hath made me weary. Thou hast made desolate all my company, and thou hast filled me with wrinkles, which is a witness against me, and my leanness rising up in me beareth witness to my face. He teareth me in his wrath, who hateth me. He gnasheth upon me with his teeth. Mine enemy sharpeneth his eyes upon me. They have gaped upon me with their mouth. They have smitten me upon the cheek reproachfully, they have gathered themselves together against me. God hath delivered me to the ungodly, and turned me over into the hands of the wicked. I was at ease, but he hath broken me asunder. He hath also taken me by my neck, and shaken me to pieces, and set me up for his mark. His archers compass me round about. He cleaveth my reins asunder, and doth not spare He poureth out my gall upon the ground. He breaketh me with breach upon breach. He runneth upon me like a giant. I have sewed sackcloth upon my skin, and defiled my horn in the dust. My face is foul with weeping, and on my eyelids is the shadow of death. Not for any injustice in mine hands, 
also my prayer is pure. O earth, cover not thou my blood, and let my cry have no place. Also now, behold, my witness is in heaven, and my record is on high. My friends scorn me, but mine eye poureth out tears unto God. Oh, that one might plead for a man with God as a man pleadeth for his neighbor. When a few years are come, then I shall go the way whence I shall not return. Bride, is this not the saddest thing? Because he is pouring out his heart to God, and he's like, I haven't done any injustice. You know, and plus, this is what he's telling his friends, that he felt like his back stabbed him so much. Uh, but he says, not for any justice in my hands. Also, my prayer is pure. So I heard a preacher one time. This is um, Pastor Daly in Clarksville, Tennessee. When I was first in my pit and everything was collapsing, everybody was abandoning me. This was back in 2013. This is all going to be in my book uh, from the pit to the palace. But when I was suffering so bad, and everybody had abandoned me, and it was just me and God. And I went to his church, and he said, if everything has collapsed around you, and you're going through all this stuff, but you know you didn't cause it, then it's for other people. What's happening to you is a witness to other people on how you react to it. But if it's something you've done through disobedience, or through uh, a sin, then it's God pulling his hand back and allowing you to get whipped a little bit so that you can repent and come back to him. And so I thought about it, and I thought, wow, this is for other people. It was for me, too, but for other people uh, that followed me all them years, and God ended up proving himself true. And so the Lord is faithful through it all, Brian. Okay, so I will see you tomorrow, and we will pick up with chapter 17. We are learning a lot through Job. Amen, bride. God bless.